Welcome to our Money Donuts podcast video. Can we just eat the donuts? Because I already took a bite. Royal Credit Union's Money Donut podcast is here to make you smile and to get you thinking about your finances in new ways. From saving to spending to can we just eat half of it? Just finish your life. I, I want the donut. Well, there's plenty of silliness. Episodes are also filled with nutritious financial tips. Listen to the Money Donuts podcast from Royal Credit Union today at rcu.org slash podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Write it down and keep the receipts. Me and Kirsten are going to give our Minnesota Wild and NHL season predictions. Plus, where do we think this team is going to finish up? As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Talk North, Grain Belt, Royal Credit Union, and Peak Vestibular Center. This is Season 4, Episode 144. Get geared up for the hockey season with SodaStick.com. They've got all your favorite player tees from Marc-Andre Fleury to Matt Zuccarello to Ryan Hartman giving you the bird. SodaStick.com has you covered. Not only in just in hockey, though. You got Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Twins, Minnesota Timberwolves, whatever your Minnesota sports team is, SodaStick has you covered with the best gear available. Don't forget to toss down Bardown Beauties at checkout for 15% off at SodaStick.com. Hello, everybody. What's up? We're back. Episode 144 of Bar Down Beauties. I'm Jesse Pierce. She's Kirsten Kroll. He's producer Fred. We are here, you guys. No guests because there's no time. We have no time to talk to anybody else but ourselves, the experts in NHL and Minnesota Wild Hockey. We're giving our season predictions. Kirsten, you said you were nervous. I will. I'll call myself out. I predicted the Chicago Blackhawks to have a shocking year and like finish second or third last year. So really... You can't do much worse. I mean, you could, but probably not. My my hands are a little sweaty here as we're getting ready to go. No, like I, I'm all for some bold predictions. I feel like, I don't know how bold they are. I feel like I have like maybe one or two that could be like, what is she talking about? And maybe I'll get fired at the end of this episode. But I mean, I we'll mean, see. it happens. I mean, Fred knows Fred, but Fred keeps coming back for some reason. So you'll probably come back. We might fire you for a hot minute bring you back in, whatever. It's just what we do here, except we never fire me because I'm here all the time. Anyway, let's definitely been fired before. Don't pull that one. I don't know about that. Let's dive right in. In our first segment, we are going to talk all about the team and the NHL. So let's go ahead and start with the league rankings, starting with the Metropolitan out in the Eastern Conference. Kirsten, rank them one through eight. Metropolitan, let's go. All right. Should I start from eight? You can go up to one. What's what, more exciting? You whatever your preference is. You know, I think it's however you feel fit to do this. That's the joy of it. We get to do what we want to do. So, okay. Well, eight, I'm going to do Philadelphia. That puts them just in line with where they were last season. I think it's going to take a little bit longer for them to figure out whatever they've got going there. Then it's going to be New Jersey. So again, still those bottom two. I could see maybe those two flipping. So New Jersey being eight, Philadelphia okay. at seven. Either way, they're going to be the bottom two in that conference. Um, Then I'm going to say the Islanders. Wow. Columbus. Oof, this is where it gets hard. Uh, The Rangers. (laughs) Rangers at Washington, Pittsburgh, Carolina at number one. Okay. Okay. Let's. uh... I just really like that Hurricanes team. I have liked them the past couple of years, still liking them heading into this season. So. I'm right. I'm picking them to win the Metropolitan. That is, that's a, 
It's not a hot take. I think that's a fair take. I love Carolina. I'm a huge, huge fan, a uh, huge fan of RBA, who was tied with Dean Evson as the most handsome coach in the NHL at number 10. Uh, hilarious. If you guys didn't see that list, that hot mess of a list. Uh, great stuff. That's great rankings, great predictions. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of a dumpster fire. <laughs> a lot of thoughts on that. Um, I like I don't I don't like where you put the Rangers. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like that. I love the Islanders, but I agree they're probably gonna struggle again this year. Um, I'm going to start, I'm gonna go I'll start with eight, then I guess. I I got Philly as well at number eight because they're terrible. I have I wish Torts could turn it around. He ain't turning nothing around. They just they don't have the pieces in place. They're too young. And then the vets that they have are just too old. So I'm going Philly eight. I'm also going New Jersey seven and the Islanders at number six, because I just, those teams are are not great. They're not great. I am going to mix it up from you though, Kirsten. I love okay. me some Washington capitals and yes, they still have my boy Ovechkin. They still have uh Backstrom. They still got Oshi. They've got a lot of their core guys. The problem is those guys are all like my age, if not older. And certainly I can't go to bed without being hurt and sore. So I imagine they are sore. So I'm putting Washington at number five. I've got Columbus, the new Johnny Goudreau, Patrick Line Columbus team at number four. I've got Pittsburgh at number three. I've got Carolina at number two and the New York Rangers. I love me some Igor Shosturkin. I just absolutely love him. I love Condre Miller, uh, Minnesota boy. We love him back on D. I got a good feeling about this Rangers squad. I like it. They got a new head coach in place too. I'm going with the Rangers taking the Metropolitan Division at number one. I like it. You I like do. it? Good no, I do like right. it. All right, that's fair. Moving on, Atlantic. What do you got for the Atlantic, Kirsten? Well, I kind of like doing this bottom thing, so I'm going to do that again because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it just adds suspense, and I'm all for the theatrics. So like coming it. in at number eight, the Ottawa Senators. Mm. They have struggled. I still don't see them turning that ship around anytime soon. So at number eight, the Ottawa Senators followed at number seven. I've got the Buffalo Sabres. I haven't been impressed by the Sabres. I think too, they're still another team that I just, I need to see more from before I can put them up higher. So Ottawa at eight, Buffalo at seven, Detroit at number six. Yeah. I I have mixed feelings on that. Mm -hmm. Montreal at number five. Now, this is where it could maybe get a little... Are you going to say that every time we get to the top four? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it could go a either way, but this is yes. true. <laughs> because we agree on the bottom four, so it's just the top four. Then. Mm, true. Okay, so at number four, I have Tampa Bay. They lost a lot of parts this past offseason. I think we're starting to see the success that we've seen from them in recent years dwindle a little bit. So I'm putting them at number four, followed by Boston at number three, Mm -hmm. the Florida Panthers at number two. And I'm nervous to say this, but I'm picking the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Atlantic. Terrible. It's guaranteed not going to, you know what? No, that's actually fair. They might win the Atlantic and then they will get get swept (laughs) in the first round. I mean, Minnesota knows a thing or two about that but it's uh yeah not not great i don't disagree entirely i do have uh buffalo and uh actually detroit now that i look at it i've got buffalo coming in at number eight i agree i ain't doing much out there i've got detroit at number seven i have ottawa at number six they made some moves they're getting there and 
No, that has nothing to do with Cam Talbot being your new goalie. I don't even think he's going to start in Ottawa either. I, that's not trying to put disrespect on him. I don't think he starts in Ottawa, but I do think they have some potential that they might surprise some people. So I've got Ottawa coming in at number six. I actually have Tampa at number five because I agree. They lost a lot of pieces. I think it kind of came unglued. You still have Victor Hedman. You still have guys, obviously, that are phenomenal, plus the best goaltender in the NHL, quite possibly. But just not feeling them. Maybe I'm just over it. That's probably a big thing. Montreal, love me some Cole Caulfield. Uh, I mean, I like me some Matt Boldy better, but Cole Caulfield, uh, the future out there. Plus, I love Vinny LeCavier. I, oh my God, Martin San Louis. I don't know why I just said that. You guys, you guys, you guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Martin San Louis, who is the coach in, in Montreal. That's who I like. Anyway, number three, I've also got Boston. I've got uh, Toronto at number two and Florida at number one. I am worried about putting Florida at number one because I feel like they lost some of the best offensive power in the league. Like, I think they obviously made moves in getting Kachuk down there, and that's going to help. I I don't have confidence in Florida being number one, but I also look at that division. I don't have confidence in anybody else being number one. So that's why I went with that. That's fair. That's fair, fair. right? That's fair. Pacific moving on. We're going to leave the central for last. Plus we dive into the central a little bit at the end of this week's episode. Again, we are going through our season predictions across the league because we love it. We're keeping the receipts. We can laugh about it later possibly, or we can celebrate all the correct wins that we have because we are experts in all things hockey. That's why you watch Bardown Beauties. Pacific Kirsten, what are we looking at? Eight through one. So at number eight, I still have the Seattle Kraken. I, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> Seattle. I don't know how to feel. I will say I am just very pleased that in their expansion year, they did not make it to the Stanley Cup final. There's a lot of feelings surrounding that when Vegas mm-hmm. did that. So I'm very happy. <laughs> I mean, on yes. the flip side, that in turn, they struggled, I guess. I don't know. Not sold on the crack. And they're, they're releasing at- their mascot. They finally are going to get a mascot anyway. So they got that going for them, I suppose. Well, there we go. They have that at least. <laughs> at least they have that going for them. It's going to be a crackhead from Seattle. <laughs> Sorry. The Rain City Bitch Pigeons. pigeons. That's the best. The best. Uh, Anyways, back to my list. (laughs) Seattle at number eight. The San Jose Sharks at number seven. Mm -hmm. Anaheim Ducks at number six. I caught myself about to say this is where things are going to get. Injured. Ah, but it's only five though. It's not the top four. So you, you're mixing so now it we're, up. We're going down a little bit. Yeah. Um, at number five, I'm going to say the Vegas golden Knights. Mm. I have them. I feel there has been things within their organization lately that I just, I don't know how all of that. You mean is. like money, like not having money. And- <laughs> well, there's that. Yes, there's that. We won't get yeah. into that now. We no. can save that for later. No. Yeah. So Vegas at number five, Calgary at number four, mm. Vancouver at number three. I'll give him Brucey Bruce some love. Gotta do it. Now at number two, I don't want to pick Edmonton this high, but I'm picking Edmonton at number two. Yeah. And then winning the Pacific, I have the LA Kings. Okay. Call me biased. I do love me some Blake Lazat, St. Cloud State represent. Um, they have go. Kevin Dalla now as well. I'm excited to see what he has to do up there. But LA, they've been on the slow upward trajectory. So I expect this to be the year. Not saying that they make a deep playoff run, but I think this is the year where things really start to turn a corner for LA. You know what? I don't disagree for the most part. Seattle, for sure. Bottom of the barrel still. San Jose, even worse. I'm curious to see what David Quinn can do. 
out there. I've got Vegas at number six. Um, I've actually got people are going to come for me. I've got Edmonton at five. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's maybe a hot take. I feel terrible about it, but it is what it is. Don't feel terrible. It's because I love Anaheim. I don't know why I just love Anaheim every year, even though I just love John Gibson. I'm a goalie Stan account here. I love John Gibson. I'm a big fan. Again, I think they have some really good pieces. They're obviously going to be without, uh, my main boy this year who finally retired, but I just, I love, I love Anaheim. So I'm going to put Anaheim at number four. I am going to put Calgary at number three. I'm going to put Vancouver at number two, which is questionable because Brock Besser is hurt. And it sounds like he's going to miss a bit of the beginning of the season, which has plagued him all year, which kind of sucks for Brock. Um, He was hurt in a preseason game or preseason game or practice. I can't quite remember Uh, again, hashtag one of us, but Poor kid just can't catch a break at all. So that's going to hurt Vancouver. But I still think, again, they have some pieces. They got good goaltending. And I just I love me some Brucey Bruce. Uh, and number one, I also have the LA Kings. They are good. They have been building toward greatness for quite some time. Um, sorry, Chris Doughty haters. I know. I get it. And now, Kirsten, the Central Division, the Minnesota Wild Central Division. Are we going? We're going again. Eight through eight, eight up. Counting down. Up. We're, we're starting to, can you hear the little drum roll that I've makeshifted? That in? was a terrible drum roll roll. Please redo that because I don't know what that, it just I sounded mean, like you moved something. That is what we expect from the twister from Rochester. Yeah. Oh, she is not. Also, we have a guest appearance for those watching. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> for say hi. This is Bodie. Hi, Bodie. Sorry. We should do a Bodie picks. Yeah. You could do that. His, his picks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, I'm not confident in my drum roll ability. So maybe we'll just. Fred can edit in a little drum roll, (laughs) but okay. To no surprise to anybody. And I don't know if anyone even disagrees with this Arizona at number eight. Oh yeah. No, they should like, if they could go lower than eight, I would put them lower than eight. I would as well. I just like 10. (laughs) Also, this is, this is the year that they're moving to Tempe playing at ASU, which you know what I think could be fun. Like that sounds kind of fun. Uh, It's sad and pathetic, but it sounds kind of fun, you know? I don't know if I agree. I really don't think I agree. But hey, another another conversation for another day, right? Mm-hmm. So number eight, no one disagreeing, the Arizona Coyotes. And number seven, Winnipeg. Number six, Chicago. Number five, I'm going to put St. Louis. Okay. Number four, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I take it back. I'm going to put Minnesota four and mm. Dallas at three. I know, I know. Okay. People are going to come for that. But I had said this before, and I'll say it again later in the show. I actually will save that, but I'll defend later. Why? Minnesota at four, Dallas at three, Nashville at number two, and Colorado at number one, taking the central. Wow. I mean, Nashville at number two. Let's let's discuss a little bit, Chris. I know you were high on them even a couple weeks ago going into it, but Nashville at two, I need deets. Like, what do you, why? Yes. And here's why. I mean, we we saw them kind of take a little bit of turn downwards after their 2017 Stanley Cup final appearance. And they lost some pieces, too, to their team. But look at what they've done this offseason. I mean, you still have Roman Yossi, who's still mm-hmm. in his prime. You re-signed Philip Forsberg. You add Ryan McDonough. You pick up Nino Niederreiter. That one, I mean, he's a little bit older now, of course, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just the pieces that they were able to pick up this offseason, and they were still a playoff team last year, although, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously it didn't 
go they didn't go anywhere but still they put up almost 100 points last year I think just with the pieces that they picked up they're still on that steady incline again I see them being a strong contender this year I don't hate it I do I would agree I feel like in the central they were the most active team to go out and get some big pieces you had mentioned McDonough and you know Nita Ryder and obviously they still have Granlin they still have Yossi they still have great goaltending there as well I I I like them. I do. I, I I'm okay with some hockey tonk hockey. I'm in. I like country music. I'd like to go Yeehaw. see something down there. Yeah, Smash Smashville, Smash a car. Uh, for the most That's part, so I, I know it's so fun. For the most part, I got the same. Arizona coming in at eight. I got Chicago at seven. Winnipeg at six. Dallas at five. I got Nashville at four. You guys are going to be shocked that I put Minnesota at three because I am, and they're going to be a three or four. Again, we will talk Why about that at the end. Why did you gasp at me when I put them four and you put them three? <laughs> three is higher than four. Math. Uh, I got St. Louis at two and Colorado at one. None of those, I don't think, need to be further explained, obviously. In the words of Ryan Carter, white bear math. White bear math. That's exactly. I mean, I went to Matamidi. Hashtag go Zephs. Uh, hashtag go help them get a new stadium. Hashtag all the stuff. All right. So I've got some other questions covering the team as we give our season predicts. Uh, how many team goals do you think Minnesota is going to get this year? You know, I was struggling with this one. I knew this was going to be a question. Yeah. Because I put uh, it in the document that you're supposed to read. I did read it. I have it up on my computer, but I like, I really had been thinking through these answers. Yeah. I would say they're going to come in close to a hundred. Do they get over that? Yes. Okay. I take it back. A hundred goals. Yes. I take it back. I'm going to say they have 120 goals this season. 120 goals for the rec for the record last year they had 305 but kirsten's going with 100 okay I, I don't no, know i want to take back my answer too late. I wanna take too late. <laughs> i'm gonna say that they end up with 234 that's mine uh do you want me to, team points kirsten do you want me to put how many team points they had last year so you can base it off of that can we do that first <laughs> of course team points last year they had 113 a franchise best 113 Hmm. I'm going to say team points. I'm going to say 93. Okay. I don't disagree entirely. I think they're going to get 98. The reason I say 98 is I think it's going to be, you're going to need a lot of points again in this division. We've known that for the past couple of years, but it's, I don't think they're going to be able to to get 113 I think that's egregious to think but you know whatever how do you think they are going to fare last year they finished 10th in the league on the power play 10th in the league on the penalty kill are they going to do better or worse on special teams this year as Dean Evson told me very specifically during the preseason game they fixed it it's done they did score three uh three special teams goals in one game uh the undefeated preseason I don't know all right did they fix it is it better are they going to do better can't do worse I mean could do worse but my gut feeling here is they're gonna do worse <laughs> wow I I just intent. I'm envisioning 12th 12th in the league okay 12 all right so, I mean they're not gonna like completely just yeah be a dumpster fire on it but I see I don't know I'm not sold on it I need to see more I agree I I'm going to give him a nine though. I'll go up nine because I think if Kalen Addison is every bit as amazing as he's supposed to be as a power play specialist. And right now it seems like that 
open hole on defenses is leaning more and more toward him. There you go, Addison fans. I I said it. I'm pretty sure that's going to be at least while John Merrill's out. Um, so I think they might finish nine, and that's just for the sake of being different as well. So then we have something to banter about. Yeah. Um, all in all, who wins the Stanley Cup? 2022-23 Cup champs. Do we want me to set the stage, give what I think the Stanley Cup final is going to be? Does it include you trying to drum roll again or like, no? Um, No, I will okay. save everyone the time and I will <laughs> not do that. All right. Yeah, then. Yeah, let's let's do it. Coming from the Eastern Conference, I am picking the Carolina Hurricanes. I picked them last year. They let me down. Mm. Not so much that I was rooting for them, but I guess like I just wanted to be right. And I wasn't. So I'm yeah. picking Carolina still for that Eastern Conference. And then I, I'm i picking Colorado to be the Western Conference pick again. I don't want them to because I, I kind of see what's happening in Colorado. I see them as the next Tampa Bay Lightning where they're going to be good. They're not showing signs of letting up. Yeah. Every single year, I feel for the next couple of years, we're going to see them right there at the very end. So I'm going to say Colorado and I'm going to say Colorado wins it again. I'm saying they're going for a two-peat. Wow. You know what? I I hate to do it, but I also have Colorado. I think Colorado wins. I have them against the Rangers. As I'd mentioned, I put the Rangers top of the Metro, which is where our... Yeah, no, sorry. Not top of the Metro. Top of the Atlantic. My bad, guys. You guys are all, no, I put them at top of the Metro. They're a Metropolitan team. All over the place. Yes. This is good. This is a good start to our season predicts. Uh New York Top Rangers, Top of the Metro, beating Carolina. They will be the number one team out of the East uh, to face Colorado Avalanche. But I agree. I think the Colorado Avalanche repeat. Um, we'll see, though. It's fun. These are our team season predicts coming up in our next segment. We've got individual over-unders. See how we fare there. Um, all in all, this is going to be a fun season, I think. I'm optimistic because... We started. I mean, people are planning the parade route after the Minnesota Wild. They're three and zero in uh, preseason games, so you might as well crown them champs already. We're gonna take a quick break. Okay, I want you to think of the first time you took a big hit on the ice. Maybe it was a men's adult league. Maybe you were slammed into the boards in a big game, or maybe you pulled a Jesse and just tripped over the blue line. Either way, it's happened. Boys hockey, girls hockey, it doesn't matter. We've all been there with our first big hits. And unfortunately, those hits can add up over time. Hockey players can end up with dizziness, headaches, and pain, and a large portion have even experienced concussion-like symptoms as a result. Thankfully, there's an answer. Dr. Tyler Stewart with Peak Vestibular Center specializes in the drug-free treatment of nagging concussion symptoms. Dr. Stewart formulated the 3A Brain Restoration Program, a comprehensive program to get to the root cause of your symptoms. He utilizes the latest technology and techniques to get you back on the path to your best life and back on the ice. If you're dealing with dizziness, headaches, or pain after taking one too many hits, contact Dr. Stewart for a complimentary consultation today. Go to dizzinesscare.com or call 715-690-2211 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We're back. Now let's dive into some over-under takes on individual, couple team stuff, but mostly individuals. Let's just start with the tippy, tippy, tippy top. Over under. Do you like that? Was that I was I was aggressive. Fred, you that like that one? That scared me. That That's, scared me. Yeah, I'm taking that. That'll happen. That'll happen. Uh Kirill Kaprizov, over under a hundred points. Over. All right. He had 108 last year. Kirsten says over. I am going to say 
over also. You really thought about that. Really? I, that's a, that's a high to me. I mean, I think he hasn't peaked in ceiling yet. So yeah, let's over. It shouldn't be that hard, right? Over, uh, over under 30 plus goals for Mr. Kaprizov. Over. I'm going to go over too. I guess if I'm going over hundred, we got to go over goals last year. Uh, again, exceeding expectations, um, with 30 or excuse me, 47 goals, 61 assists. Pretty phenomenal. I, feel, I just, I just want to say, I feel Kirill, like we had just alluded to is just getting started. And that yeah. should be scary for yeah. everyone who is not on the wild. Especially Drew Doughty. Yes. Should be scary. <laughs> um, Ryan Hartman over under 20 goals. Last year he had 34. Over. Over 20. I'm gonna say under 20. Ooh. Sorry, hearts. I uh 34 goals definitely ain't coming near that, but I don't know. I, it's hard I mean, because I think I he might like score 23 20. goals. I say he goes over 20. Does okay. he reach the ceiling he did last year? Probably not. Okay. Um, over under 10 players with 10, 10 or more goals. So last year, the Minnesota wild had 10 players that had 10 or more. Do they do that same or do they, are there less guys notching the, the genos this year? You know, I say, I say they stay pretty on par with that. I'm going to say they stay in line. Do I, is this over? Or can yeah, I say they over? No, you have to go over under. We can't be just in the middle. Kidding. Well, I'm in the middle. I see like 10 players. I don't. Ah, okay. Under. I see under. Under. Mm-hmm. That's the right answer. It's under. <laughs> just kidding. That was a weird cackle. I know. Um, Over under 50 uh, game starts for Marc-Andre Fleury. Over. That's going to be tough. I'm going to say under. Not by much. I, think... I don't say over by much. I just think. Okay. I think it'll be slightly over that 50 threshold, especially without Cam Talbot. I'm not going to get in the details because I don't want to get yelled at by Jesse this morning or now this afternoon. Best goalie tandem in the league. They were not the I best goalie by it. I stand by it. No, um, wrong on all. I should have fired you right then. Uh, well, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, over under Marco Rossi playing in 74 NHL games. Under. That means he's making it. You think under? Okay, injury wise, or like he goes down to Iowa for a bit. Um, I mean that's kind of tricky. I don't want to assume yeah. somebody's going to get injured. Yeah, but true. I mean it's a long Probably season. Rude. I it's a long season. So I mean even if it's just like a pulled hamstring or something that puts you out for a little bit, I just don't see all seventy four. Yeah, Not no, all I seventy four. W- I don't see. I say I see under. I'd say under as well. Um. Over under 50% in faceoff wins for Mr. Rossi. Ooh. Excuse me, 50% in faceoff mm. win percentage. I'm going to say over. Mm. I'm going to say over. If he <laughs> is what people are cracking him up to be, He's got I'm going to go out on a limb and say over. I would agree. I'm going to go over with him. Over under Captain Jared Spurgeon, 30 assists. Under. All right. I'm going to go over for Mr. Spurge. I, uh, curious to see how him and Brodes work out right now. Him and, uh, Brodeen paired together. Speaking of over under 12 games that Jared Spurge and Jonas Brodeen stay together. Do you think that they're going to stick together for a bit or is Dean going to finally go back to what he knows works with is Jonas and Dumba together on the blue line? Uh, I'm going to say over 12. I'm going to say over 12. Okay. I'm going to say under just to be different. I think it probably will be. And hopefully he gives it a shot. Cause I think there's a lot of potential there, uh, but we will see over under 
17 pulled goalie slash comeback wins for your Minnesota Wild this year? Ooh. You know, I'm going to say under, but I don't see them coming back that often, but I'm going to, I think there's going to be a lot of times they try. They're going to go yeah. for it. Will it end up working out? Probably not, but I think they're going to go for it a lot. I'm going to say over. I'm going to rewrite my game stories over 17 times this season, as we all know I love. Over under four shootouts. I think we only saw like two shootouts from them last year, if I remember. I say I, under. I say under four. I'll go over just for difference. And then over under eight shutouts. Hmm. I'm going to say over. All I'm being right. opti- I'm being optimistic for once. I'm going to say over. There we go. We have it. So those are your individual over unders. Excited to see how those pan out. I thought we were pretty optimistic. You guys can't be too bitter about that. I think that we were nice and and good. Even I was, which is yeah. a rarity, right? Right, Fred. Like have- Fred, how many goals is Kirill Kaprizov getting? I think he's going to get ninety-eight. Cool. <laughs> All right, put yourself on mute again, please. Let's don't ever <laughs> say that again. All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, are the Wild a playoff team this year? Come find out. We'll be right back. We're back. All right, we named our division teams in the rankings from eight all the way up to number one. Kirsten, you had the Minnesota Wild at number four. I have them at number three, which... And that's in the central division. Now our up for debate this week was asking where were the Minnesota wild finish this year in the conference? Are they going to finish top one or two in the West? Are they going to be that bubble team or are they going to miss the playoffs completely? What are your thoughts? Well, first I would just like to take a minute to reflect back to when I put them at number four and you gasped. <laughs> and then when you went through your list, you put them at number three because yeah. that is that much of a difference. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. It's higher than four. Like I said, I, I just have a lot. That's optimistic for me. Three is I, I could have put them at five. I mean, you could have, that is true. Um, no, we had talked about this. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I see them as a bubble team. I, I don't see them having as consistent of a season to put them in a secured spot. I see them kind of edging their way in. Um, again, they'll be in there regardless, but I'm hoping fingers crossed, they at least make it out of the first round, Mm. a a bubble team for sure. Oh, you're so young and optimistic. Um, no, I, I think they're a bubble team too, especially because like right now, as I see it, I don't know if Calgary is going to be as good as they were last year, but if they are, then that's another team that's bumping up ahead of them. Right. We know Colorado is going to be good. If Nashville comes through and is as dominant as they potentially could be, that's another team that's all of a sudden in and Minnesota's out. Um, I feel like it's going to be very reminiscent of years past where it comes down to like the last three or four games and it's between them and St. Louis or them and Nashville to get that final spot. Um, and I'm okay with a bubble team. I I think it's as long and you hate to say it because you don't want to set that bar too low. Bill Guerin would probably be very disappointed in me, Um, but I just want them to make the playoffs this year. I think that is a good step. Yes. Everyone looks at last year like, oh my gosh, but they have this phenomenal year. It is the same team, but it's not. And you have to be happy with getting to the playoffs. Cause again, I don't think this team as we witnessed last year, isn't built for a Stanley cup run. You're watching these teams go through that. And that this Minnesota Wild team, I just don't think is there yet. Again, hopefully they surprise me, but right now they're a bubble team. 
Um, what is no longer on the bubble, guys, is our next Buttes Live, courtesy of Grain Belts. We are going to be at Dukes in Oakdale, October 26th. Uh, again, stay tuned for timings in that great little bar. We had a great time at JL Beers in Burnsville. Thank you to everybody for swinging on out. Um, and we look forward to our next live show. As always, shout out to Grain Belt for being a sponsor with us. Also, shout out to SodaStick.com, 15% off all purchases with you at uh when you use code bardown beauties at checkout at sodastick.com shout out to talk north for featuring us on their network shout out to peak vestibular center where you can go get all your concussions checked out maybe tua should go over there and take care of himself sorry that was well just saying uh royal credit union less be more free um yeah and thanks to all you you guys are awesome again i'm jesse Pierce. she's kirsten crawl he's producer fred new episodes released every single monday we would absolutely love for you guys to leave us a ranking drop us some comments engage with us interact that's why we do what we love producing this content every week for you guys um and certainly shoot us ideas if you have some different guest ideas we will have deed epson and jared spurgeon on at some point a couple other guests floating on through um and then you obviously have me and kirsten who are awesome and then fred chiming in with egregious predictions